Motors Show, your home for car talk covering the latest news to the greatest views on the biggest names in performance, sports, and just plain cool driving machines. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show. Hello to you, the automotive faithful. I am Reverend Hatfield, and I welcome you to Driven Radio Show, where we bring you the gospel of internal combustion. Here with me in the Driven Radio pulpit is our engineer and co-host, Minister Mark Groves. Testify! We are coming to you from the Temple of All Things Automotive, the Driven Radio Show studios. Our special guest this week is Amanda Gutierrez, Executive Vice President and Provost of McPherson College. She's been a fixture at McPherson since the mid-1990s, after taking a break to start a family, Amanda returned to McPherson, serving on the Board of Trustees from 2006 to 2009. Amanda distinguished herself as a skilled fundraiser, God, I'll say, <laughs> and with key automotive industry partners. In 2012, Amanda became the Vice President for the Automotive Restoration Program, and she has helped the program become a center of excellence in the industry and to receive the recognition at greatly deserves. Amanda, welcome back to Driven Radio. It's great to be back. I can't believe it's been since 2018 since I we last c- on I the show. I couldn't either. I looked that up and it was August of 2018. I, it's been over four years. I was thinking, eh, we had her on a year and a half ago. <laughs> Luckily, it hasn't been that long since we've talked. It's just been that long since we've recorded what we've said. No, I always look forward to running into you at, at lots of different events, and that's one of the cool things about being in this business. Uh, lots of big things have happened for you since we had you on the show last. You were the vice president of the auto restoration program for a long time. Uh, how are you using what you learned there with your new duties? It's actually that job that that led to my new responsibilities because a lot of the things that we did in auto restoration outside of the classroom, for example, so we bring in speakers, we do workshops for our students, we travel with them so they have opportunities to network and be out in the industry. And, And we have this great advisory board that meets regularly with me and with students and with faculty to kind of talk about the vision and direction of the college. So all of those things that we've worked the last 12 years on uh, to really get the auto restoration program to where it is, we uh, are now in my new capacity, what I'm doing is I'm taking those elements and working with other areas on campus to figure out how do we do that for our students that are outside of auto restoration as well. So for example, our, our healthcare initiative is one of the big ones. And so we're working with them and what are those experiential outreach look like for for those students where they can get that practical application of what they learn in the classroom, but they can do it out out in the marketplace and, and really add that learning experience to what they're doing. It's cool that you're taking elements of what you've done and applying it other places to try and help that growth. But are you still involved in the restoration program? I am. Good. Uh, just try to take that away from me. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I wouldn't when, dream of it. In fact, <laughs> When I heard you were going to be executive vice president and provost, I was a little saddened because I I was thinking you would no longer be involved with the restoration program, and you've done such a spectacular job with that. I didn't want to see you leave. Well, President Schneider and I spent a lot of time talking about it when I moved into this new role because I've invested over a decade into the auto restoration program, and it's near and dear to my heart because a lot of the things we set out originally that we wanted to accomplish, we've accomplished, and there's still a lot to do. And originally, we thought we were going to move quickly to replace me in that role, 
And we decided to hold back a little bit because as you may or may not be aware, we're restoring a cart that we want to take to Pebble Beach to compete in 2023, which is not far away now. No, we're very and, much aware. And, and uh, that's one of the questions that's coming soon is okay. how, how far along is it? And yep. I haven't laid eyes on it since May. So how does it look? It's beautiful. But but I will say that, that uh, we really kind of wanted to get through that major milestone because at that point we'll be able to kind of reassess where we're at and what people's roles are and, and figure out you know, how we move into that next phase. But that car is a beauty, Brett. You need to drive to McPherson and come see it. It's oh, I'm, I'll be down. Amazing. I'll be I'll be down long before it goes to uh, long before it goes to Pebble. I'm uh, I'm very much expecting you to show up at Luke's Barbecue this year or this or next year. This in, in 2023, I should be able to do that There's, because uh-huh. my daughter has graduated from high school. She has no more dance recitals that conflict <laughs> with Luke's barbecue. So this yeah. 2023 is, is the year for everything exciting that's happening. This has been a long time coming. You've yet to see me reprise my role as the sausage king of McPherson County. So <laughs> I expect you to be there with bells on. Now, I as, anticipate that as if you <laughs> hadn't bitten off enough. Uh, at some point, you got to learn how to say no. I understand you're finishing your doctorate while you're doing all this other stuff. Are you I am. mad, I'm woman? Through that, learning how to be a student again has been fascinating because it's given me a little empathy for our students. When, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I I tell them this is kind of sad, but when I when I was in college, we didn't have all this technology to help us with citations or to track document we didn't have electronic access to documents we were still using hardbound books and things like that and so it's been a real learning curve but it's been it's been fun and i have two kids in college and so i actually have called them for advice a couple times on (laughs) i just want to make sure i'm citing this correctly and is this is this the right style and so that's been been fun i have a cohort of about 12 people in my class and they're from florida and uh, Colorado and all over the place. And so it's really fun to kind of interact with that and to to work in an area that I haven't been a student for a very long time. So yeah. it's been good. Do you have time to breathe? How do you get <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how you juggle all this stuff. Well, I mean, it sounds trite. I, I really enjoy almost everything I do. So it's, I, I work with a great team of people. I think we're all committed to this idea of creating better opportunities for our students. And my education, my, my continuance of my education has uh, only deepened my appreciation for higher education and what it means and what it can do in, in someone's life. And so I, th- I think that makes a big difference when you enjoy what you're doing versus it's, it's just a job where I'm punching a clock. Uh, true. That's true. Uh, if I haven't taken the opportunity to say so lately, I couldn't be more proud of everything you're doing right now. I am extraordinarily impressed, and I worry for you, but damn, lady, <laughs> you're you're well, doing a fantastic job. Well, I'm I'm sure you're going to ask me about the the big news we had this last wait weekend, wait 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 don't jump the gun don't jump the I'm shark not, yet. I'm just going to say. I, I always appreciate and rarely understand 
your um, affection and encouragement of me, but I sure do appreciate it. Well, oh. uh, you're you're you've <laughs> absolutely earned every bit of it. Now for the giant green elephant in the room, we had you scheduled to be on the show uh, next week, and had had you scheduled for a while just to talk about everything that's going on there. And we also want to talk about all the exciting new stuff in the restoration program. However, we had other news that popped up last week. Unbelievable news. Would you mind telling us about the amazing announcement that came out last week, what it will mean for the school as a whole and the restoration program and just everything that's going on? This was a mind-blowing announcement. It was mind-blowing, and I knew it was coming, and I was still overwhelmed by it when I when it was said out loud in front of people, because we've been we've been working on this uh, announcement for the last I don't know seven or eight months, and and quietly fundraising to to meet part of the goal. So the announcement was uh, that we have uh, an anonymous donor who has stepped up with a $500 million commitment. That donor will match two for one every gift we get to the endowment. So the simplest terms, you give us $1, Brett, the donor gives us two and the match, and we end up with $3 for the college. So add some zeros behind that because we need a lot of zeros to get to $500 million. But and um, with the what, five hundred million and the match, the total is seven hundred fifty million. Wow! Uh, wow! You know, there's That's awesome. There's not much over seven hundred fifty students at that school. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's really amazing about this, I and mean, there are lots of things to talk about with with this gift, but I think the most the thing that impresses me most is that. This is not because we're struggling and we need this help. It's because this donors watched us. They know that we're on a good path, that we're financially sound, which a lot of small private colleges can't say. We've worked hard to always keep our endowment intact and to not, um, to not stray from our policies on that. President Schneider has committed to, to really having a, a disciplined spending rate which I think is important. And the board has backed him in that. And so when you look at that gift, I mean, we don't have the cash yet. That's really important to let people know. This is an estate gift. It will come to us on or before the donor's death or yeah, on or before the donor's death. And a lot of the commitments people are making to this, some of them are cash gifts that will be matched. Others are in their estate plans and the donor's perfectly fine with that. So if somebody comes to us, and I think a perfect example is I mean, with the automotive world, some of these car collections that are out there, people don't know what they're going to be doing with these cars. Uh, those cars can be left to us in an estate plan. We have a basic evaluation number of those cars, and that counts towards the match. This starts to so, sound like wow. a hint. You know, <laughs> you, well, I do know a guy with some cars, Brett. Yeah, Just, uh, Brett. <laughs> you know, I got two granddaughters and two daughters, and none of them give <laughs> one crap about grandpa's car stuff. 
Uh, so <laughs> that may not be as far fetched as you <laughs> think. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, <laughs> but it, but you know, it's really it is really pretty incredible because this donor really. I mean, you know, these donors they could give the money without the match, but what they really want. Whenever you see a matching gift at any institution, they really just want other people to step up. They don't want to be the only one. And so, you know, Richard and Melanie Lundquist had announced in in May that they were giving us twenty five million, which at the time was the largest gift <laughs> that we'd ever seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they added another twenty five to that when this announcement was made. Wow! Bringing their total to fifty. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's really amazing the generosity we've seen. And I have a I have an advisory board member that I went to see and, and just, he was so emotional about this match. Just, he, he felt so moved by it because he, he thinks that McPherson college is a really special place. And he said, you know, I never thought I would, I would do this in my life, but I'm leaving a million dollars to McPherson college in my state. Wow. And he said, that's, and and he was emotional about it, which of course got me emotional about it because at the end of the day, the money's important, but what that money can do for our students is really incredible. And so this gift is going to, I mean, it, it keeps us on, a, we had a great strategic plan, community by design is what we call that, because everybody on campus had a chance to have some input into it. And so this will fund three really key initiatives. And there's one that I know you'll be excited about, but you should be excited about all three. The Student Debt Project. So this allows students to uh, to work whatever they contribute of their earnings toward their bill at McPherson College is matched 25 cents on the dollar by the college. We have students who can graduate without debt. That is which spectacular. Which is amazing, right? So, so instead of looking at um, the tuition and fees and the cost, because we know what it costs to educate a student at McPherson College, we're looking at really what's important is that our students don't graduate with debt. And so that, that's one of our major initiatives. It's in the strategic plan. The other one is uh, being in McPherson, Kansas, we know how important access to healthcare is. And so we want to create a center for community, rural and community health. And we've started this healthcare initiative. This is one of the projects that I'm working on. We're modeling after auto restoration with the experiences and things like that. And we want to train students to be able to go out into these, not not to do the research to solve the big major issues that we already know that universities are already tackling, but how do we bring healthcare into our rural areas in a way that matters and gives my my grandma access out in Western Kansas to the kind of healthcare that she needs and those services. And then the third one, which is the one that you'll get excited about, is that we want to look at what we've done in auto restoration. We want to create uh, a national center for engineering design and mobility. And so we're looking at what we're working with this, the uh, center for automotive research out of Detroit. They're doing an environmental scan for us of what the marketplace is. What are the jobs? What are the things that are already being covered by colleges and universities? And then we're going to come back with our advisory board and our faculty, and we're going to craft the next strategic plan for auto restoration. And we're going to be looking at, engineering, interdisciplinary engineering. We may look at electric vehicles. We may look at who who knows. I mean, right now we're just kind of exploring what is that next path for us. And at some point we're going to build a test track. 
That's kind of in the plan. Oh. So uh, we, we start with auto restoration. We move to the center. Uh, we're we're going to build a working collection for our students to be able to learn how to drive, how to prep cars for tours or rallies, all of those things, how to manage a collection. And then, but eventually at some point, President Schneider is going to have a test track for McPherson College. Uh, if you start teaching that as an interterm class, you can sign <laughs> me up first. I'll be there with bells on. That sounds spectacular. All righty. In addition to the Pebble Project, which I'm extremely excited about, and it, if you'll recall, I was there when we when they uh, did the unveiling at the Lundquist, uh, and in addition to Oh God, she said test track. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, you're kind of distracted, distracted right now, aren't you? Now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, my head's like an etch a sketch. If you shook me a little, you'd have to start over. Uh, <laughs> what else is going on with the pro with the program? You know, I always want to hear about restoration program news. Right now we have a lot of students who are starting work on their senior projects, particularly our December graduates who are um, frantically working to wrap those up and, and they'll be doing presentations soon. We also have some new donations to the program that have been really fun. We have a, a I think it's a 26 Lincoln that was given to us. Uh, that's a beautiful car. It's, uh, it's going to provide some great learning experiences. We have an Isetta. I don't know oh. if you've seen any of that on oh, social media. No, I, I'm very familiar, and uh, don't tell Ped. He'll be there drooling on it. <laughs> well, it's in pretty rough shape right now. Uh, I was over there the other day, and, and one of our students, Emma, she was she was taking the axle off, and she was showing me the, she was showing me the work she was going to do. I was back over there later that afternoon, and she had before and after pictures of what she'd worked on. And so it's just really fun to walk through the shop and see the students working on the various projects. The uh, you you have seen before the infinite infamous uh, mini seats that students do their first oh yeah in their intro to trim class and so they're starting to be the competition to see who gets put in the in the glass <laughs> display case and those are incredible. We've got a, a young man who has two DeLoreans and yeah and one's <laughs> one's a parts car for oh, his okay. other that one. Oh okay, that makes sense. That makes um, sense. Yeah, <laughs> and. He so his mini seat is actually a flux capacitor. I saw and, that. I've seen a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, you probably saw that on social media. And so it's always fun to see what they come up with. I mean, these students are just amazing, creative. And and I was asked uh, by a reporter we were we were doing a an interview in preparation for this announcement, and she was asking me how do you describe these students? What is what's a word that you use for them? And she was not a car person. So she said, is it mechanics? Is it, I said, it's artist, it's crafts person, it's historian, it's all of those things combined. And, and they're just very interesting students. So there, there's always something fun going on over there. Brilliant. I'm so excited for the school. I'm so excited for the program. I, I love getting good news about this stuff. The donation is that's staggering news. That's 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 lottery win news. That's unbelievable. Let's go ahead. We still have 120 million to raise, so you know, keep that car idea in your mind. Hey, 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 hey! I got 120 million. What do you need to do? Buy an entire Craftsman tool set? No, I got. I mean, 
It's what it's going to cost. I got that giant gin bottle I've been putting quarters in for years. <laughs> it's all yours. We we got this. Well, no you know, problem. As an old dude, uh, I actually have a, a question. Is you're talking about the uh, the school in the future, and it's looking so stable and so positive with the way that vehicles are moving toward electric. How do you see the programs at the school moving? And they are not going to do old Mopars, and they're not going to put Craigers Shush now. <laughs> Quick guessing. <laughs> and do you replay Craigers? But um, <laughs> I, I am actually curious, uh, because especially like people my age who might want to you know, do a switch, just uh, I've always dreamt of it, and here's a place that's still you know, investing into being able to work on, there on classic are, vehicles. There are plenty of middle-aged people who come back to the program and go through, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's kind of fun to have them because typically those guys will be guys who have experience working on things that some of the students may not have seen. And I remember when I was in the program, uh, we had a guy there who had spent years working on Italian stuff, and what a what a wellspring of information he was. He also gave me one of the best quotes, one of the best jokes about working on cars ever when I was doing the interior on a yellow Pantera that had been given to the, to the school. Uh, I was pulling the seats off of it and uh, pulling seat covers off to use for a pattern. He came in and looked at it. He said, that looks like it was done on third shift on a Friday after a couple bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. So do you see you a, need some more work? <laughs> some more more classes. Oh, well, they I guess. look they look better when I got done. <laughs> what do you think about it? Do you think uh, there will be kind of that uh, uh, adapting uh, or any place for adapting classic cars, especially uh, ones that really you can't find the parts, and kind of rejuvenating them into a more modern? Or are you going to keep it really focused on bringing the oldies back to life as they were? Well, I think that the we're, we are not going to mess with our restoration program, right? That's right. going to stay. But I do think that there are several other markets for us to look at. And so in the past, we talked about, well, do we look at more more program programmatic changes related to customs or more modern cars? Because we really don't work on anything past 1970. So there's a whole wealth of what are now considered antique cars out there that we don't touch. And... I think that that's part of the reason it's really important that we're using this this Center for Automotive Research document to kind of guide that conversation. Because we can come up with a program that is really cool, that people like, but can we get students to come to Kansas and study it? The thing about auto restoration, one of the things that makes us really unique is that we have students from all over the country that come here. But if we're gonna teach something that is going to be taught in Texas and California and Massachusetts, will they choose to come to McPherson to study it? And so we really need something that's, that's going to be that draw because you talk to any one of our students and they'll tell you, I never thought I would have gone to school in Kansas, but now it's the sweet spot in life. It absolutely and so is. That's really, and that's really why we're going to let the, the data guide us on what we do because we want to make a good decision for the institution, but also one that meets the needs of prospective students. Nice. What a wonderful, intelligent, lovely conversation we've had. Let's ruin it at the, at the end. What's the <laughs> dumbest thing you've ever done in a car? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've done anything dumb. I you've ridden with that, me in a car. That's close enough. <laughs> that I have said before that that one of the 
nobody would think my job is dangerous, but I get in cars, and this sounds sexist, but it's often with men. I get in cars with men behind the wheel, and I don't know if they can drive or not. <laughs> and I don't know if they can drive fast or not. And so that's when I just decided I need to be behind the wheel. You and- when I was in high school, I didn't have much appreciation for the care of a car. <laughs> but I was the one that my dad had taught me how to do donuts in the snow because he, he figured I was going to do it anyway. Yeah. And so he wanted me to know how to do it. So I was the one in the school parking lot that was doing the donuts and showing people how it's done. Now I had a great manual transmission, you know, could drop it. It was, it was so fun, but I did a couple of times get stuck in some snow banks when I uh, overestimated my car's ability to go over them. Oh, I'm absolutely guilty of that in spades. Uh, The guy who taught us was a buddy of mine's father, took us out when we were 13 and showed us how to do power slides and donuts in a 78 Toyota Supra. Oh, God. uh, What were you driving, Amanda? Oh, my gosh. Do I have to admit it? Yes. Yes. I I don't even know what it was. It was a Sunbird, wasn't it? A Pontiac Sunbird. Oh, what a crap wagon. It was a (laughs) Honda, or not a Honda, I'm sorry. It was a Plymouth Horizon TC3. It was the, oh my God, like the sporty yes. one. Oh, yes. Really? <laughs> yes, really. And it was bright yellow. My It was my mom's car, but I was on the swim oh. team, and she didn't want to get up and take me to practice at 530 in the morning, so she gave me the car. Wow. I, I probably abused that car more than I cared it. No. Technology at this point. No. I... I I read someplace earlier today that your first vehicle of note was a, a Honda 50cc mini trail. Yes. A Honda <laughs> MR50, 1976. You can't see this, but it's it's behind me, actually, on my desk. There's a picture in a sundress. That is why I love you. <laughs> that was Hex Angel. I was a tomboy who liked dresses. Oh, so. fantastic. Nice. We've been speaking with Amanda Gutierrez, Executive Vice President and Provost of McPherson College, also able to leap buildings in a single bound. bound. And, <laughs> and a true superwoman who's doing everything at once. Very impressive stuff. Amanda, before we go, give us your social media and social media for the, for the college. All right. So we're at McPherson College. You, for the general college, if you want to follow our auto restoration page, it's MC Auto Resto. That's Instagram. It's Twitter. We don't do as much on Twitter. We're mostly on Instagram and Facebook. And um, post a lot of things on social media, great stories that share things about what our students are up to and where they're traveling, what projects they're working on. So it's definitely fun to follow along. And uh, you'll see some of our students on there. You'll probably want to follow as well. 128 million more to go. And oh, they hit gold. <laughs> get I that mean, in a weekend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's like dirty money. That's, oh, look what I found in a shoebox. $750 million. I mean, you know, it's no lotto. But <laughs> hey, somebody hit that in California. What? Somebody hit it. No. Somebody got it last night Son in California. Of, no, not California. One winner. It's probably somebody in a trailer park someplace. Yeah. Can if he, it is, I'll be glad for him. I'll be like, you know what? You made it. I, I just hope that it's somebody who keeps their head about them enough that the money doesn't ruin them and they lose it in five years. Oh, I'd let it ruin me. Bring it on. <laughs>
I'm a heart. Yeah. I'm good. I want a 24 hour massage for the rest of my damn life. I don't want it to ever stop. You just walk around rubbing my shoulders. That's right. (laughs) Worth it. That's a lot of jack in one place. I'm I'm thrilled for the school. That is yeah, fantastic. That's awesome. That, that is, is going to make such amazing changes. And like I said, Kenyon says he wants a monorail. <laughs> just say it. Just put that out there. I think they ought to make a little one for his office that just kind of r- runs up above the doors and stuff like that. I love you, Ken. I love you. <laughs> Thanks so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. And we really appreciate that you put up with us. Yes, thank you. And uh, by the way, thanks to that one guy for your input on Facebook, man. Oh, that was appreciate cool. Appreciate the conversations yeah, and, and letting us know what you think. That's well, and awesome. we're not completely done doing news. We just oh. <laughs> we, we needed to to take some time to try and see if we could make this work a little bit more smoothly. But, man, there are stories that come up, especially Corvette Z06 stories that I want to talk <laughs> yeah. about. So. And we are chatty Cathy's, oh, so, you yes. know, we yeah. get it. <laughs> I, I think they figured that out. You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, And on LinkedIn at the Driven Radio Show podcast. You can also find us anywhere fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for Mr. Mark Groves. Yo! Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio. Mm-hmm.